What do you like about the market? The contact with people is amazing. I love that. So, yeah, I miss it. Mm. Mm. it was, that was one of the gorgeous things. I get emotional, I think. Yeah, but it's proper community. Yeah. Amazing people. Yeah. Amazing people. And like when I went in hospital, a lot of people came and see me, for example. And, and a couple coming in and uh, the woman still comes to the markets and, uh, and she's still madly in love with her husband. But he died on the Saturday night. Do you understand me? And so you'd, she'd still, when they talk, we still talk about him and talk, talk about it. Mm. So you're meeting loads of people like this. How does it, what's the margin for error in terms of like you growing a crop, that crop failing or a market closing or whatever and you having enough money or vegetables going to waste or yeah. for people who are trying to understand like yeah. how close to the line is it? Certainly with the markets for example it had a huge effect last last year with markets closing down if you suddenly maybe two or three of the biggest markets closing down you're suddenly wasting more stuff it was crazy stuff. and also like you're looking at uh, I, I remember I had, I had a big tunnel, for example, of black hail last year. It was as good a crop as I've ever grown. But we had to just pull it out. It was insane. Because normally that would have gone into markets. And the markets just weren't there. And like last week, two big markets were cancelled. That, that would have been quite substantial markets. Do you understand me? So it's hard to know what... I've sown a load of stuff there now. And I'm thinking, God, these markets better open or else things are going to go to waste. It's as simple as that. One of the questions that people asked last week was why wasn't all the vegetables that I put into those bags Irish? How do you feel about that? Like, yeah. in fact, the fact that you have to import quite a lot to supplement your growing business. Do you think people understand that? I think they more and more understand it, I think. But, like, at this time of the year, the, the, the selection of Irish stuff this time of the year is very small. Mm. And uh, uh, it's just what's coming out of tunnels, essentially, and, you know, the carrots and parsnips there. It's a very, very small amount. But I'm trying to do it very consciously as not to go too far away. So like um, staying in Europe as much as humanly possible. And you think people understand that if they're spending more at the market, that they're spending more for somebody like you editing essentially and making the right choices on their behalf? Do you I think, think a people... tiny bit, maybe a tiny bit. Yeah. But I think, um, for example, uh, I'm, I'm quite conscious that we need to be paid for the crops we're growing. Like I'm, Oliver's growing carrots for me, he's got to be paid for them or he won't do it. People think he's going to be working for three things an hour. It's just nonsense. He works 15 hours a day, maybe 16 hours a day. And he needs to be paid for it. And I, I'm very conscious that the guys need to be paid for the damn thing, you know? And yeah, yeah. understanding, like when you're opting for Dennis Healy's organic, whether, whether it be his, his own homegrown potatoes, uh, carrots, or whether it's the asparagus that he's also chosen to come from Spain as opposed to South America, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like that the, they know what that's about. Because I feel like there's lots of 50 and 60 year olds who, who don't. And they are well-educated people. But also they're not coming from farms that are growing 500 acres of potatoes. This mm. kind of stuff, you know, you're in a way you're paying for your diversity. You know, it's an environmental thing. The most we'd be growing potatoes for, or in that kind of stuff, is maybe four or five acres. Now, whereas the big, that's pathetic. On, on the, it's not good on the for the land. Not, it's not the future it's for really yeah, not good. how growing it's needs really to be not in Ireland. Yeah. And I know when we came here, for example, if, I think if we didn't buy this farm, it'd be two fields basically. All the ditches would be gone, mm. and the whole farm would be gone. There'd yeah. be a house in the middle, maybe, and there'd be two fields. Mm. And you have your little grandchildren and your children yeah, running around, yeah. and you're looking at them and going, They're loving that. What yeah. am I giving them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm very conscious of that now, yeah. Very conscious. As you get older, especially, you know, you, you get more conscious of it. I think when I was 50, I wasn't thinking what I'm going to leave for my grandchildren. Not too much, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was on the way to Stilorgan Market. I was getting up in the morning. Yeah. And the 
the bed was the room was spinning around okay and, and, uh, and then you realize this is not just an ordinary dizziness it was going like that and i remember i i got rika to call the ambulance the ambulance came and this is like half seven in the morning maybe not even that and he said if you fall to here i'll walk he thought i was drunk oh my god Wow. I went to the hospital and my brother, my brother who died there came in and he realised mm. as well, they, they, they think he's drunk. And uh, they were asking me all these questions, I was glad. So I was there for well over an hour and I'm going in for, for the scan. I had a second stroke as I was sitting waiting for the scan. Oh, that was it. Yeah, I remember. And now they do this fast thing. They, they treat you very, it's from France at the time. Okay. And, and they actually use me as an example, you should treat them fast. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, is right. Because like my speech was okay up to that, for example, but yeah. I, I couldn't sit up after that. Mm. I certainly couldn't talk. I remember I, I said I said asparagus the next morning to some of the kids coming in because I knew I had I loved the English asparagus in the van, and I knew I was going to be okay with speech wise because of it. that bamboo dying is what I want to know. I only noticed this gone. It's only been planted a little while, but it, it's only started to go like that in the last few days. I'm just wondering. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, they go so deep as well, yeah. bamboo, don't they? Yeah. So like what's happening here, Tim, is the kids are doing a lot of, they're not actually physically doing it, they're mad into gardening, into the flowers. Which is deadly. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And so you have to forget that they're, they're only children, you have to let them play. My, my, my instinct, and it's from my father, I noticed, they should be working seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and if they're not doing something, Productive. It's a yeah. waste of time. But 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 by it's, it's, like it's the, like the the benchmark for what productivity means, isn't it? Mm. Like mm. being productive. Just being human, like yeah. that's that's yeah, being yeah. productive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've designed this thing. Over. I'll show you. They've designed the garden, and and uh, they do a fair bit, and they raised all them things, for example. Amazing. That's only that's only just stuff being moved around, but they've done this. Look at this. So we have a load of. We've one at the house for the smell coming in, because I got a load of flowers from Marta just for the smell. Yeah. So outside the house, we go in, and she goes around smelling every flower. And uh, what's what's life about jeepers in heaven about? So she loves so this, this, like this is a lot of work to be waiting now to be done. There's a lot of bulbs coming up, like millions of bulbs coming up. You, you wouldn't believe it. Because in the summer, this is sensational. I'd imagine. This is sensational. Nice. And uh, so it's, it's all kind of going back to Melvin is mad into taking cuttings, for example. And what I've done was I've given him a tunnel. So okay. he has his own tunnel. And it's a it's a new covered tunnel, all that kind of stuff. We oh, yeah. made a bench for him. Oh my god! And so let, let him on. You're pushing an open door with me, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the danger. Yeah. So it's grand. Good. Yeah, yeah. You're in danger of bankrupting yourself buying buying plants and stuff like this. Yeah. Once you get it's into it. Amazing. Mm. You could get lost here. Mm -mm -mm. They they designed it with loads of spires. See, it's all going into. Yeah. And they did it with a woman called Roisin Bourne, who's from around here. She worked here years ago. And she works with Dublin Corporation and she works with people in Dublin as well, designing gardens with no chemicals. All right. So she's utterly amazing. All and right. she listens to the kids. She sits the kids down and says, what do you want? And she actually listens to them. She's not just then doing what yeah, she yeah, wants. Yeah, do you understand? Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's a, if somebody else coming in here, <laughs> they'd only see weeds. Do you understand me? And there are loads of weeds, of course. We have great friends up in, in uh, Kiltegan. Uh, it's Patana Garden. Look up Patana Garden. It's a yeah. small garden. It's sensationally beautiful. 
bit. When they come here, they pick up some. They have a little tortoise, so they've no weeds, so they pick the weeds for the. They don't. They don't use that against weeds, but they. But they have a tortoise. But they have a tortoise in the garden. Exactly. Yeah. Does anybody else use a tortoise for weeding? That's <laughs> smart. I know, but I thought the tortoise is not for weeding. Is he selective? <laughs> There's no weeds there. There's nothing for him to eat. Well, I go. I go into garden centre with Melvin, for example, and what we did for a long time is, you get anything you want, I'll pay half it, and so the two of them. And they've, they've got loads of money because they've done loads of work for me in the markets and stuff. You okay, wouldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. go in and I say, you you pay, suppose 150 euros, I pay 75, they pay 75. And that's 37.50 for each of them. Yeah, and yeah, they've yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And so is that something like, is that anything to do with your upbringing in terms of teaching the value of money? Is that like part of... Maybe it is. Yeah, it might well be. It might well be. My dad's a farmer, you know. Okay. Up in Tala Mountains. Yeah. When we went looking for a place, we looked all around the Dublin Mountains, but it was it was... You couldn't afford it. Mm. So you ended up looking at Leitrim. And at the time, that's where all the organic people, they yeah. all headed to where there was... So my dad was doing, yeah. Yes, exactly, yeah. where there was shite land. common, yeah, <laughs> shite land. And, and <laughs> so we ended up, we ended up uh, finding... My parents moved out from uh, from Temple Og, actually, to here. They would end up living in Temple Og. Oh. And, uh, and they bought a farm four miles away. And then we found two farms on the same day that we could probably buy by selling our house and stuff, okay. more or less. And so you made the so decision. it was amazing. I remember walking down with Duncan saying, you're going to end up living here. <laughs> really? He was, he was just only, knew it. He was only maybe four hours. <laughs> He's like, you're going, right. this is where you're going to end up. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. You just get somewhere to sit and relax. Do you Magic. Oh, it is. It actually is. That's all you need. Yeah. And feel the heat when you come in. Wow, nice. Brother made just hanging over the lake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Nice. Yeah. This is like exactly what we wanted to have in Roscommon. This is the thing, hanging over it. It's, nice. it's actually gorgeous. And I know during the summer when Rika goes for her run, for example, she'll come back in through this every day. Mm. And she'll have her, do some, she'll have her swim in this and then come in and have her shower. Nice. It's, it's actually very nice, yeah. So it's like, what sort of temperature is that now? Oh, well, we try in and we find out. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of my sort of thing. Yeah. Might not go that well though. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I know with the grandchildren there, they're going mad to get creatures out of it. Do you understand me? I know Dara, for example, is besotted by sea creatures. Oh. I thought I saw something like this. And for us now, we can swim in this, and they'll you. I'm not a good swimmer, I'm a, in fact, I'm a shy swimmer. Okay. And, and, and Pre-stroke, post-stroke, make a difference? No stroke. You can't even blame the stroke, no. <laughs> I can't, no, yeah, I can't even blame the stroke. I was always shy. So good. Yeah, it's relaxing. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I know very often the guys working here, they come in here and sit at lunchtime and sit and have their, have their, have their salmon there, yeah. Yeah. And Dennis, what it's made gorgeous. you decide to go organic? Um, we came here to kind of be uh, self-sufficient, to have, a, like we were living in, in a farm, and I wanted to grow our own food and all that kind of, I wanted to be on the farm. And then the organic thing came out of, when I, I, I contacted loads of gardeners, that's what they all did. And at the time, there was an amazing group of people. And if you're eating something, you don't want to be poured in shite onto it, basically. Yeah. As you amazing. get older, you need something to keep. I, I'm loving this no date thing. I'm really loving it. Mm. And uh, I have them all driven mad talking about it. You know, they all, well, I mean, not I'm driven that mad. Because the they're arse, doing less work, ideally. But right? I'm boring the arse off, really, okay. and all the rest. <laughs> but it's, I'm, I'm loving the idea of it. We, we sold. We have a green manure in that field, for example. And you couldn't even go with a tractor to sell the green manure. We did it by hand. Like this, and oh, it did okay. quite well, but we, you couldn't drive in the field. It was it's been so wet over the winter. Now we'll be able to plant into this next week. 
Okay, amazing. Speed. Just by taking off the plastic, running over it with the tiller. Do you understand me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and and that's the plan now. So John is getting it ready there today, and 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 hope we've a load of stuff to plant out. This is um, garlic. Okay. Seems we just planted. We just planted some scallions. That's all garlic. Wow, that's a lot. It's a good bit of garlic, yeah. But that was all done a few months ago, you know. Oh wow, the smell. The smell, yeah, yeah it's so pungent, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We're doing like fresh garlic. We're doing bunches of fresh garlic now. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. I, lo I love it because you're using all the bit of it. Mm, the so whole thing, like, yeah, because the greens yeah. are delicious, right? Yeah. We grow quite a bit of garlic in. And yeah. I, it's one of these maybe stupid things, but I like doing But in here is all things. Brendan, it could be, no, he's a plant. Today, Brendan is plant. Oh, yeah. And in here is all this. Again, I don't know whether we're mad or not, Finn. Do you understand? Because we're, uh, there's loads of, stu loads of stuff going to kick in in, in in two months' time. Yeah, that's this is a slow part of the season. There are tomatoes starting off. Cucumbers starting off. Yeah, uh, um, delicata squash. There's um, decorative squash. Mm -hmm. You know, one's not for eating. Mm -hmm. And there's blue pumpkins. Nice. So there's all kinds. There's a lot of, a lot of lettuce, a lot of stuff. Some of them came early and then got killed by frost here. Mm. Some of the cucumbers are killed by frost. They, they, they won't take any frost at all. That, that's, that's an interesting one, for yeah, example. The t I thought there was bad germination, but there wasn't. It germinated fine. But, but they were all being eaten by something in the compost. Yeah. So, see, look, look at the, see the, you can't see it there. You won't mm. see it. There's a little stem of the lettuce. Each one, is a, there's the actual other ones there. Same. Same, same lettuce. We're doing a lot of the salad leaves in, in, in clumps and planting them, not sowing them directly because of weed problems. We, we're doing them uh, in, 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 say, three or four in a, in, a, in a little clump, in a little cell, oh, and yeah. then planting. Yeah, yeah. Just to get ahead of weeds because we're specialists in growing weeds in this place. Yeah. <laughs> we're unbelievably good at that. Mm. But there's different salad leaves there, look. Yeah. Just and I said, well, you know, are you prepared for what Irish food is going to mean, Irish veg is going to mean this time. You're like, how do you feel about that? Like, yeah. in fact, the fact that you have to import quite a lot to supplement your growing business. And do you think that people understand when they come to the market that they're not, that they're actually looking at the source and they go, oh yeah, the ginger's from Peru, the whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Do, they, do you think people understand that? And do you think, well, it, I think they more and more understand it, I think. But like at this time of the year, the, the, the selection of Irish stuff at this time of the year is very small. Mm. And uh, uh, it's just what's coming out of tunnels, essentially. And you know, the carrots and parsnips there. It's very, very small amount. What I'm trying to do it very consciously is not to go too far away. So like um, staying in Europe as much as humanly possible. Ginger, if, if I can get limes, for example, I get them from Spain when I can get them, but I haven't been able to get them for two weeks, for example. And, and some things you just simply have to have, you know. But like uh, you have to have lemons, for example, and we're not growing enough lemons here. Mm. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's a mixture. Yeah, it's gonna always be that way, I think, as, as, as an island nation, isn't it? We're, yeah. we're it's it's so lovely and temperate here, but yeah. we haven't got just the temperatures for big citrus stuff. Yeah, yeah. For like some of the more exotic stuff, like the peppers, and we can get little bits through the summer, but unless people only want to eat peppers for four yeah. weeks of the That's year, it. yeah, exactly, and green. And like that thing when in the 18th century, people to like put a pineapple on the centerpiece of their table. That cost me two thousand pounds. It came from <laughs> yes. the Far East, you yes, know. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Unless we're willing to go back exactly. there, it's kind of like it's yeah. not the future, is it? But I think very consciously, I'm I'm not going to South America, for example. I will if I have to. 
you know, but tend to, tend not to. If I have a choice, I'd pay a little bit extra for stuff from Spain, maybe or right. France or whatever. And do you think people understand that if they're spending more at the market, that they're spending more for somebody like you, editing essentially and making the right choices on their behalf? Do you a think people? A tiny bit, maybe a tiny bit. Yeah. But I think, um, for example, uh, I'm, I'm quite conscious that we need to be paid for the crops we're growing. The kind Oliver's growing carrots for me, he's got to be paid for them, or he won't do it. People think he's going to be working for treatments an hour. It's just nonsense. He works 15 hours a day, maybe 16 hours a day. And he needs to be paid for it. And I, I'm very conscious that the guys need to be paid for the damn thing, you know? Yeah, we all have to be willing to pay, pay yes. more for our stuff. I, I put yeah. a thing on Instagram actually yesterday saying that we couldn't afford to put Irish carrots into our juices um, because the way we'd price them, we'd price them based on import carrots. I'm still even at that to get organic carrots and we're still charging five quid for a juice. Are people willing to pay like, you know, out of season prices for stuff like where they're paying eight or nine euros yeah, for yeah. a carrot juice i mean like yeah, yeah. I, people just I, I think it's it's i mean it's hard for me to get my head around so i can yeah. imagine how yeah, yeah. folk who've never grown veg or never been involved yeah. in that kind of end of like the cost of food yeah, yeah. Uh, i feel like that should be a module in in like for all for kids growing up in school there's like there's so much for them to get to know about like yeah. being a consumer and understanding the choices you're making yeah, and understanding yeah. like when you're opting for dennis healy's organic whether, whether it be his his own homegrown potatoes uh, carrots or whether it's the asparagus that he's also chosen to come from Spain as opposed to South America whatever yeah, yeah. like that the, they know what that's about because I feel like there's lots of 50 and 60 year olds who, who don't and who are well educated people but also they're not coming from farms that are growing 500 acres of potatoes this mm. kind of stuff you know you're in a way you're paying for your diversity you know it's an environmental thing the most we'd be growing potatoes for or in that kind of stuff is maybe four or five acres now whereas the big that's pathetic on, on the it's not good the for the land not, it's not the future it's for really yeah, not good. how it's growing really in Ireland yeah. and I know when we came here for example if, if we didn't buy this farm it would be two fields basically all the ditches would be gone mm. and the whole farm would be gone in fact there would yeah. be a house in the middle maybe and there would be two fields mm. and yeah so yeah there is a price to be paid yeah. Right yeah, but you look what you're paying for and I think when uh, like certainly when, when I come here and I think everybody gets it when you're in this I mean, I can hear what your mission is. And you're talking about like buying trees for the birds, you know, and that's like yeah, that. Very much so, yeah. Uh, it's, it's the opposite to what yeah. conventional agriculture is. Yeah, yeah. It's literally the opposite. It's like, you might yeah. as well call them a different thing. Like one should be called growing food. The other one should be called, I don't know, like, I don't know, growing your future or something like, because yeah. you're really not, you're thinking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm very conscious of it. Yeah, which is amazing. Probably always yeah. was a bit, but now yeah. in particular, because everybody is now. I think, yeah, yeah you know? it's, we've gotten, it's getting yeah. pressure, more and more precious, yeah. the sense yeah, of it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, big time, yeah. Mm. And you have your little grandchildren and your children yeah. running around, yeah. and you're looking at them and going, They're loving that, what yeah. am I giving them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm very conscious of that now, yeah, very conscious. As you get older, especially, you know, you, you get more conscious of it. I think when I was 50, I wasn't thinking what I'm going to leave for my grandchildren, not too much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have a big load of wine inside, I'm going to leave for Melvin, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be the wine fanatic. He's going to take over. Tell me, tell me something about how does it, what's the margin for error in terms of like you growing a crop, that crop failing or a market closing or whatever, and you having enough money or 